interest rates, they're getting higher and higher and higher. But if banks aren't on fire, they're missing out on something. To explain, we have Colin Savells, the Senior Vice President of Revenue at Teslar Software. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate, and investigate actionable insights unscripted. Banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. Lou Carloso, your host. I can barely believe it. I'm still pinching myself. We just passed 25,000 listens on this podcast, and it could be viewed as a great achievement on the one hand, but is that possible without listeners and support from our sponsors? Absolutely no way. So we're happy. We're overjoyed. And thanks to all listening who have supported to new listeners. Welcome aboard. And speaking of welcome aboard, we have someone from a company that has always been a friend to Bankadelic and has participated in some of our special episodes for the holidays. And here he is, Colin Savells. Colin is the Senior Vice President of Revenue at Teslar Software. They're a provider of portfolio management tools that aggregate and automate lending and deposit operations for community financial institutions. In his role, Colin is responsible for leading Tesla's revenue growth strategy, which includes overseeing the sales and marketing teams. With more than 15 years' experience in B2B sales, his passion and expertise for implementing and executing sales processes is instrumental to Tesla's success. And hopefully you can make this podcast a success today. Colin, welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you, Lou. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Now, you and I off mic were discussing the latest news, which is that the Fed has hiked interest rates another quarter point. And you had some interesting views in general about what this means for banks, community banks trying to generate loan traffic. What do you see as a possible outcome of this? And especially if the Fed decides to do it again before the end of the year? This is one of many interest rate hikes that community banks have been through over the past year. Everyone's expecting it. What it's going to do is really just drive up the cost of that renewal. So anything you're doing with your current customers that you can make that renewal process easier is really 
what you need to be thinking about. The cost of money's going up and the cost of these loans is going up. The loan demand that I'm hearing is still pretty strong. Obviously, some of the deals have paused a little bit from all the lenders I'm speaking to. They're reworking the deals and still moving them through the pipeline. So loan demand in the regions and the banks that I've been talking to lately is still very strong. I don't I don't think this is going to be a, a huge change to that, Lou. Well, that's a very prescient answer. And I think something as well that we would want to pay attention to is the months ahead reveal what the outcomes will be. Now, you mentioned something about making the process smoother, which is a ideal segue for Tesla. It would be great if you could take us through a soup to nuts sort of flow in terms of where Tesla comes into the process for community financial institutions. And once it's implemented, what that looks like for them. One of the reasons people love working with their local community banks is for the local community service. And the local bank knows that so often a community bank, whenever they go to renewal, is sending out and asking for the same items as if it's a brand new loan. So if you're a community banker out there and you've got a loan coming up and working through it with your customer, if you go out and ask for three years tax returns, three years financials, what's going to stop that customer from turning around and talking with their other friend that's been trying to get them to come over to their bank, you know, for the last three years. Oh yeah. You want to make sure that you know your customers. Well, make sure you're only asking for the type of information that you really need to get that loan going. So anytime you go out and you're working with somebody and you're just generally asking for last three years tax returns and PFSs, that person's probably gonna go shop the loan. So competition is high. And this is not going to be a fun renewal process for them. If they're coming in and they're used to paying 4% and now they're going to be jumping up 7 8% on this loan, well, let's eliminate all of those roadblocks and bumps along the way and only ask for the type of items that you truly need. I steal this talking point from the ICBA and Kevin Tweddle over there. It's a great team, but the high tech, high touch, do what you do best as a community bank, but then augment that with technology some tools to allow them to communicate when and where they want to. So it's blending that what you do best as a community bank, along with some technology to augment that. Very well spoken. On the previous podcasts, we've had Rick DeLisi on, and he's talked about digital customer service, and he makes a very similar point where he says the digital process can do so much to smooth things out. But when that is combined with the human touch and the relational touch and community banks are super strong at that, you really get the best of both worlds. So glad you pointed that out. We've just touched upon how it is an interesting, let's say, or challenging environment for community banks and that need to make it as seamless a process as possible. What would be some best practices aside from that you might pass on that can really help them through this time? There's tons. There's tons of best practices. One of the things we talk with community banks are looking, everyone's out looking at technology, making sure that you're identifying not only the right technology, but the right partner, one that's going to help you get these tools up and running, identify, okay, there's a piece of flashy new technology that's really going to streamline my onboarding and origination process. 
but are they also going to help you with the backend processes and the foundation of what you can build on? So identifying key tools that match up with some of your strengths and weaknesses. It's just like going out and saying, man, I want a Ferrari. You go out and buy a Ferrari engine, full Ferrari LOS, it's just flowing loans through, but you haven't built the backend foundation as a community bank to either handle those type of tools, handle the volume that's going to come through. And so they get to this process and then it's super clunky working with your bank after that's closed. So it's almost like going out and buying a Ferrari engine and putting it to a 95 Toyota Corolla. The approach I would take is to build an amazing foundation, structural processes, and get your operations, credit administration, loan operations teams running smoothly. And then you can start to look at layering technology on top of those processes. So just be just because you see a great flashy new tool, take a step back and think through, okay, what's that going to do on down the line? Do I have the foundation to actually get that tool up and running smoothly? Unfortunately, there are a lot of people and businesses that are resistant to change. Maybe they're frightened of it. Maybe they say that's the way things have always been done. Why would we change it? And I think the other piece of it is they might come to you or someone at Tesla and say, Colin, this is fabulous. I think I really need to do this to work with you. I don't know where to start. What do you tell them in that instance? Well, really, if they're working with somebody like Tesla, that goes back to one of my first questions of engaging with somebody who understands the bank and isn't just working with a flashy new toy. So we understand change management, how you change, how you roll out technology and how that vendor works with you is as important as the technology itself. So many banks you know, have their checklist. It has to do X, Y, Z but they never really engage with a vendor on how are we actually going to get that done? Asking questions like, am I going to get a dedicated client advocate? How often do you meet with me? Do I have to engage with a third-party consultant to even get this up and running? So I think it goes back to working with vendors that understand change management, don't get caught by the flashy new toy mentality, and go in and maybe take baby steps. We have the pleasure of working with a lot of great bankers down in Louisiana. And I say this all the time, but they brought it up on a call one time and they said, we really appreciate the boil the frog mentality that Tesla takes to this because community banks, they're very resilient. They adapt to new markets and changes, but a lot of the operations have been pretty static. And so you've got to take that mentality, come in, get really small wins right out of the gate It could be three months, six months, two years. You may have a three-year goal of where the bank wants to go with the technology, but understand you've got to take incremental steps to get there. So just identifying that as part of whether you're looking at technology that Tesla would help you with, whether that's something completely different, making sure you're asking the right questions of your vendor of how are you going to help us get this up and running, I think is key. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And as we head off into the sunset here. One thing I'm wondering about is that the world you work in, and I do want to say this, I love your positivity. I love that you're seeing opportunities where other people might not see them. I love your focus on relationships. All of that said, technology is accelerating so fast. No one was talking about chat GPT a few months ago, and now it's all people are talking about. 
in your corner of the world, what might you see or want to see in terms of the technology evolving over the next couple months, next couple of years? Well, you just piggyback on all the AI. What are the things that we're doing that we're having bankers do inside of Tesla that we can then take even smaller data points and do more work for them as part of the process, whether it's a lender working on a deal and using AI to assist them, whether it's a back-end operational workflow, utilizing a robotics process automation, which is the you know hot button term right now for workflow automation. And just going back to the high tech, high touch, not automating to where computers are doing everything because going back to the relationships, how do we identify and utilize AI to one, make the life of the banker better and engaging with our platform as well as the customer. So how do we limit the touch points? How do we limit the amount of data we have to get from them to then come to a decision? Those are all things that we can utilize AI for, whether it's on the front end and getting a loan to close, there's a bunch of stuff on the back end working alone that maybe didn't work out very well. What are the tools that we can use to then help the banker not have to spend as much time going through the loan workout process? So it's not just all about technology that's then just going to you know put gas on the fire. You need to look at it from an operational standpoint too. Okay, as we're trying to grow our bank, we all want better loan volume and good loan volume and good deals. But you also need to be looking at the back of the house so that you can grow your bank by 20, 30%, go through mergers, buy another bank, and have a streamlined operational platform that you can roll them into so that you know margins are tight. We can't keep throwing more headcount at the problem for operations. So taking a twofold approach whenever you're looking at what are we trying to do and taking that step back and saying, okay, this is going to help us you know, increase loan volume but can our operations handle that? Or are we gonna have to go out and hire more people, which then drives up the cost and then you're not making any money on this new loan volume? You've gotta look at both sides. Yeah, there's a lot of interrelationship moving pieces. And with AI, it's really a case of it can do incredible things, but you still need that sound professional judgment, the human being and the vision. Otherwise, it's just a tool waiting to be told what to do. Correct. And that's why in going back to the, again, high tech, high touch, the customer doesn't have to know that you're using AI to help make decisions. You want to have that blend as you go through. If you just want to completely automate the process and have no one touch it, well, then you might as well send the customer down the street to Wells Fargo or the big bank down the street. They just put their information in and they automatically get an answer. That may be okay for certain parts of your portfolio, but we're community banks and that's who we work with when it's that relationship-driven business and then behind the scenes supplementing it to help the bank operate more efficiently. Well, you get the whole relationship thing, which is great for me because I love having guests on like you, where I feel it's much more of a conversation than an interrogation. And I've learned a lot, you know, in terms of how these things work together, the technology and the caring for businesses and for people. You get it. Colin, thank you so much for being on Bankadelic. Well, thank you for having me, Lou. Let me know when you want to talk again. Yeah. Colin Savells is the Senior Vice President of Revenue at Tesla Software. He is based in Northwest Arkansas. Be sure to look for Colin on LinkedIn. 
You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Well, it was a fabulous conversation today with Rick Delisi about digital customer service. And no. Who the hell are you? It's not important, but I'm going to teach you how to read. Let's dig it all. Customer service. I'm afraid there's no... No, let me explain it to you. When you get on the phone and you talk to that customer service rep, they got a really sweet voice and they help you out with your problems. You know, they sound kind of sexy. I dig it all. No, that is not at all what our guest talked about today on Bankadelic. It was... I don't care what the guest talked about. I want to know if you know what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about the kind of customer service, Will. <laughs> I dig it all. <laughs> I'm afraid this is like one of the most absurd things I have ever heard. Dig it all customer service? That's right. I think you're out of step with the times. No, let's take a look. We're going to do a little spelling lesson right now. Digital. It is digital. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. That's right. See? Digital. Why did they leave the other L off? I don't dig that at all. (laughs) You all right? I know a certain sweet little customer service rep I could introduce you to. (laughs) <laughs> and now, Bankadelic presents... Three, Three Bullseyes. Bullseyes. 
number one. Obviously, some of the deals have paused a little bit from all the lenders I'm speaking to. They're reworking the deals and still moving them through the pipeline. So loan demand in the regions and the banks that I've been talking to lately is still very strong. Number two. So it's almost like going out and buying a Ferrari engine and putting it to a 95 Toyota Corolla. The approach I would take is to build an amazing foundation and get your operations teams running smoothly. And then you can start to look at layering technology on top of those processes. Number three. If you go out and ask for three years tax returns, three years financials, what's gonna stop that customer from turning around and talking with their other friend that's been trying to get them to come over to their bank you know, for the last three years? You want to make sure that you know your customers. Well, make sure you're only asking for the type of information that you really need to get that loan going. And now, lose views. Relationships, it's a theme I hit on often on this podcast, at the risk of beating it to death, yes, <laughs> let's assume that you are really into the technology. As Colin Savills mentioned today on Bankadelic, the technology is there, and in many cases, we've got those shiny new toys. Yet if AI promises to come online the way it is sweeping people up right now, then what we're going to see is a very sexy, incredible technology still waiting for human beings to tell it what to do. And it will never have the vision that a dedicated banking leader will be able to give to it. That vision, as Colin sees it, lies on the community level where there are opportunities to make loans to businesses that need the money. That's going to take some proactivity on behalf of the bank, but once the loan is cemented in place, that is an ongoing relationship. The bank can see its bottom line grow, even as the businesses they are lending to grow. It sounds simple, but in this day and age, we tend to think it's about the technology. And if someone like Colin, who is involved in a software company, can stress that there's more to it than that, I think we really need to listen up and we need to act on it. Make no mistake that technology is going to be our greatest ally moving forward. That said, it's the human beings involved, the flesh and blood bankers dealing with flesh and blood business people that will be able to complete what I've called on this podcast, the righteous circle. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carloso. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. Rink a dink dink in. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.